last Sunday, Cardinal Gerhard Mueller gave a homily for the Feast of St. Agnes, where in his homily, he reminds us that what we're fighting for in the broader culture, in the broader civilization, is for its soul itself. He asks us if belief in our blessed Lord Jesus Christ belongs in the Museum of Religious History, meaning, is our faith merely a thing of the past, or is it something real? Every single person watching or listening to this, I would hope would answer that it is something real. Cardinal Mueller, despite his very complicated theology that many have pointed out, is fairly liberal compared to what the church has historically taught, is very, very right on this. And he links this all to the example of Benedict XVI. Being that Cardinal Mueller is himself German, I am not surprised, nor should you be. The homily is actually pretty short, and we're just going to jump right into this. So, again, Does Belief in Jesus Christ Belong in the Museum of Religious History? by Cardinal Gerhard Mueller for the Feast of St. Agnes. A good friend recently asked me to write a book for young people to win them back to Christ. Like all true Catholics, he is concerned about the slow death of European Christianity in the hearts and minds of many who have been faithful to Christ and his church. It is a fact that our young people, whether they like it or not, are growing up today in a materialistic civilization where only money and sensual enjoyment of life count. Its essence is the denial of any higher human destiny. Man is only a product of evolution, which will soon leave our species behind, with a leap into the artificial intelligence of an avatar that no longer needs a biological basis. An anti-Christian ideology in politics and the media constantly persuades people that belief in Jesus Christ, the incarnate Son of God, and the only Savior of the world, is a relic from the Middle Ages and belongs in the Museum of Religious History. Today's people get along much better with their lives without God and church. Salvation from all the evils that our ancestors once expected from God, we could now obtain for ourselves with the help of modern science and technology. The only way to convince people of Christ with books is to see in people how following Christ actually leads us from suffering and death to the glory of the resurrection. One can recall here Joseph Ratzinger as Cardinal Prefect and Pope and his high-level engagement with Paolo Flores de Acai and Pia Giorgio Odafredi. However, the spokesmen of Italian neo-atheism had tried in vain to prove the superiority of their skeptical reason over the faith-enlightened reason of one of the great Catholic intellectuals. Reason comes to the certainty of faith when it transcends itself in love and becomes one with God. Christianity is the religion of divine reason. The Logos is the word in which God recognizes himself and communicates himself to us as truth and life. And because God is spirit and truth and love, he cannot be overcome by the limited reason of mortal man, Deus Semper Major. In his spiritual testament, the late Pope once again addresses that relationship between faith and reason, which runs through his entire theological work. All the results of modern natural science, history, and philosophy never shake the certainty that every human being in life and in death can place all his hope in God alone. The God we believe in is not a construct of our thoughts and desires, but the living God made man in his Son, Jesus Christ. We worship him as our Savior and Lord. The Christian truth does not come and go like the innumerable theories and always contradicting hypotheses about man and the world. For thus says the prophet Isaiah, The grass withers, the flower withers, but the word of the Lord endures forever. 
Rather, being a Christian means giving faith and testimony that every human being is created in God's image and likeness. That is why we are directly with God in our prayers and questions, in our hopes and sufferings. Our ego has a counterpart in that we are allowed to say you to our Father in heaven. Destined from eternal eternity to eternal life in his Son, we are rightly called children and friends of God. It is not the striving for the ephemeral goods of the world that makes us happy. Neither hammer and sickle nor cybernetic ideologies could produce an earthly paradise nor save our planet from the temperature problems the world is convinced is real. And apparently Cardinal Mueller believes in them too. Jesus frees us all from anxious worry. He gives us the inner peace and confidence of the heart. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, then everything else will be added to you. Joseph Ratzinger gave us personal testimony on his deathbed that faith is not just any worldview or intellectual game. The Christian can confidently place his life in the hands of God. Dying like Jesus on the cross, he commended his soul and spirit to his father, praying to him, Signore ti amo. The saint we venerate today was a 12-year-old girl. She left us no books, only her personal testimony of faith. During their short life in the 3rd century, Christians were subjected to severe state persecution throughout the Roman Empire, and especially here in the capital. The intellectuals despised the Christians as superstitious and intellectually ignorant rabble. The popular masses loved free bread and bloody gladiator games, but they hated the Christians like a living reproach to their wild greed for distraction and dolce vitae. The beautiful young girl would only have to renounce her belief in the only and true God in favor of her many idols, as they believed. Then a life of luxury and fun would have beckoned her, but she preferred to, to live and die for Christ and maintain her chastity in a environment that celebrated the flesh. This is how St. Ambrose of Milan described their martyrdom so impressively in his writing De Virginibus. The bloody martyrdom took place here on the site of this church, where there used to be a racetrack. And 1,700 years later, we Christians remember their death, for and in Christ, who crowned them with a double wreath of virginity and martyrdom. Someone might say, what do I care about a girl from ancient Roman times? One way or another, this little Agnes would have been dead a long time ago because our earthly life lasts an average of 70 to 80 years. But whatever century people live in, whether young or old, healthy or decrepit, they are brought before God's final judgment. That is not the crucial question. The truth is always that the love of Christ saves us from death and mortality, while dying without hope in God plunges us into deepest despair. St. Athanasius of Alexandria was five times exiled by the Arian-leaning emperors for believing in the divinity of Christ, wrote in his book on the incarnation of the Logos, quote, When one witnesses how men and women and even tender children go joyfully to death for the sake of the Christian faith, who would be so unbelieving and spiritually blinded that he does not understand that Christ himself, in the sign of his cross, gives him victory over death? St. Agnes, be an example to our youth of faith in Jesus Christ. In him alone can we place our hope in life and death. Amen. A nice sermon from Cardinal Gerhard Mueller remembering the examples of one of the great martyr saints and how Benedict XVI stood as an opposition to pure reason detached from faith, that faith and reason are natural handmaids of one another, that they work together. The world does not agree, of course, but the world doesn't have to. It is our job, though, to make the case for them so that when people in the world hear the message of our Lord and hear the message that faith and reason work together, and that they are best embodied in the Logos, in the Word incarnate, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, that they will come home. They will come to know and love our Lord. It's a good message, I think, for this last Sunday of January. 
as we head towards Candlemas. Curious what you thought of this, so let me know in the comments what you thought. And like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help, as does sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.